Americans for a Limited Government, Rick Manning. We could start with uh, coronaphobia. We could start with seasonal vaccines leading to discrimination. We could talk about uh, the Biden administration uh, impacting, uh, putting in place mandates that will impact 100 million-ish of citizens across this country. We can talk about uh, those that are still getting COVID, even though they are fully vaccinated, and the booster uh, and uh, conversation I heard yesterday for the first time from people who wondered, how, how long will it be before we start getting mandates to get a booster every 90 days? Because, uh, you know, we need more and more of this stuff in our system to stay free of COVID. And yet there are still a ton of people that are dying of something else, not COVID. And yet COVID is being treated, at least in this country, like it is the end of the world for all of us. Rick Manning, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. What kind of world are we living in these days? Um, I think we're living in a delusional world. Um, the, the president is um, uh, believes that he can, through OSHA laws, um, tell people, 100 million people, that they have to be vaccinated. On average, these people are younger. We know the people are vaccinated. Um, the older you are, the more likely you are to be vaccinated. And the people who are most likely out of the workforce because they're retired are the most vaccinated people. So what we're looking at when you do the st- statistics is about 30% of the people who, of the 100 million who work for companies that are um, affected by this order, um, about 30% of them are unvaccinated. We have we currently have a situation where uh, we don't have enough workers in the workforce now to meet the needs of the of businesses and meet the needs of the consumers who want to buy stuff. Sure. Um, wanna, so we don't have enough workers in the workforce now. And what Joe Biden is doing is he's saying, you know, well, we don't have enough workers now. Let's throw, let's let's just uh, tell employers they have to get rid of thirty percent of their workforce. And yes, the the answer is. A number of those people have actively chosen not to get the vaccine. They've said, no, I don't want to get the vaccine for a lot of different reasons. But what he so what this does is just affirms that. And they say, I'm not getting the vaccine. You can end up with 10 to 50. In worst case scenarios, everybody just says too bad. And you end up with 30 million more people on the unemployment rolls. That's worse than the deepest part of the government-induced economic depression that we saw for a couple of months in uh, last year, in 2020. That's that's significantly worse than that, where at the height of that, we had between 22 and 25 million people unemployed. With this, we would be in the 35 to 37 million range um, because you've already got the people already unemployed included and have to be added into that. It's a disaster. It's stupid. And what's more, is unconstitutional. And the law doesn't allow them to do it. OSHA, I was on the, in the Labor Department. I've talked to people in the Labor Department about this, or who, at least who were in the Labor Department about this. And just trust me when I say the Labor Department does not have this power. It's been manufactured by a president who is desperate, desperate to get the, get the conversation off of Afghanistan. Well, and and will it'll happen in the national media because they uh, are uh, clearly are in bed with Democrats and the president, so they won't be talking about Afghanistan. But that doesn't mean that there won't be conversation about Afghanistan and that giant screw up uh, over there. And the Americans that are still trying to get home, you you get headlines from a plane landed and a hundred Americans are home, 
and uh, then you still hear that there are uh, many hundreds over there still trying to get back. Well, the deal that what I read this morning was devastating. Um, the Taliban has effectively told the White House uh, and Secretary of State Blinken, well, you know, people who are Americans can leave, but anybody who is married to an American can't, anybody who's a child of an American can't, anyone who is uh, somebody who helped Americans in the war in the war can't. So essentially the Taliban are dictating terms of a hostage release. That's exactly what's happening. That's what happens when you allow bad people to have power over you and you consider and you try to pretend that they're going to be partners. Okay. This is a, he's not going to be able to walk away from the disaster that's Afghanistan. And it's going to get worse tomorrow, tomorrow as we have it rubbed in our face on 9-11, the 20-year anniversary of the Twin Towers going down, and the Taliban and people who, who like the Taliban around the world, including in America, will be dancing in the streets celebrating the victory of the jihadists over America. Well, and they'll be celebrating while they're sitting in uh, our, our uh, Air Force base or in, in uh, Kabul in the uh, U.S. consulate. They'll be uh, – I've already seen pictures of – Afghani fighters fully dressed in American outfits with American guns, standing in front of American tanks. And thank you very much. Have a nice day. Yeah, that's what we're going to get to. We're going to see. The question will be, you know, does the the establishment media report it or do they try to to hide it? Well, let me ask you something, because you... You're in touch with so many more media people than I am because I read yeah. something last night and shared that on the air, and a listener called and said, you're either misinformed or you're misleading people, Mike, because my research said that uh, the numbers are different. I read yesterday that uh, Israel is the uh, the COVID capital of the planet and that the vast majority of their COVID cases are in fully vaccinated people and that the vaccination numbers are somewhere in the 90 percentile, uh, and then he said, I did some research, and it's more like 60 percent, and so I don't know where he was looking. Uh, I just did some cursory research on my own to try and find out. It was, uh, the article was, here's headlines around the world. A headline from Israel, headline from Sweden, headline from, you know, various newspapers around around the globe, uh, and, and so do you believe it or, or not? What, anybody that reads or hears anything has to immediately say, yeah, really? Do you really think that? Do, is that really the truth? Which is really unfortunate. It's a reality in that um, while we read headlines, we get fed the headlines, the social media thinks we want to see. Um, and so you get self-confirming bias. But um, yeah, the Israeli study is pretty is pretty damning. The uh, uh, the vaccines, while they do while they do make it so you're less likely to die of the disease, the vaccines themselves are beginning to break down, and as a result, there are um, the idea. Certainly, back to the Biden thing, the idea of compelling people to get vaccines that have to have a booster shot in eight, nine, six, four, three months. Um, and it may or may not work against the latest variant is a, you know, is essentially a power play. It is is, doesn't have any real health care uh, 
validity. It's just basically Joe Biden desperately to, desperate to do something. I want to remind people something real quick. July 4th, Joe Biden declared victory over COVID. We were independent of COVID. We weren't, we weren't independent of the British. We weren't free uh, Americans uh, celebrating July 4th. We were celebrating independence from COVID. By the time we hit Labor Day, Joe Biden is running up the panic flag, trying to basically force every force people to choose between making a living and being vaccinated. That's the that's what that's the victory. And guess what? Joe Biden declared victory too early, and his and his COVID policies have failed. And what we're seeing is a panic, a panic-stricken president who has no idea, no clue, and nowhere to go. I got it uh, next week. I don't, I don't have time on Monday, but next week I would love to talk with you about what happens after the elections if, in fact, Democrats lose and Republicans are in charge. Is all of this going to go away? Will the COVID fear disappear? Will we not be scared to death? Will we not have mandates? Will we? Will the Republican uh, authority, Republican president and so forth, will they drop all of the COVID stuff and, and we'll be back to business as usual in America? That's a concern that a lot of people and a question that a lot of people have too. Rick Manning, thanks very much for talking with us this morning. We'll do it again. 